Hey guys, just a heads up. This episode does get a little, uh, a little blue. We talk about some adult topics such as pornography and sexuality. So if you have kids around, think through whether you should be listening to this. All right. Have a fun day. Hello and welcome to episode 138 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Friday, November the 4th, the the weekend before Election Day, uh, the year of our Lord, 2016. I am Jeremy Holmes. I am joined by... Uh, a friend, <laughs> a friend, a confidant, a partner in crime and in life, but unfortunately not always in love. Uh, Jeremy Henson. I'd say primarily in love. <laughs> primarily. Yeah. I'm Thanks for having me back, buddy. Yeah. Hey, welcome aboard, my friend. Hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to the opportunity, sir. <laughs> I miss hearing your voice. And since we're <laughs> weird and we can't just talk like normal people, we have to record a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of like, hey, you're free later on the night. I want to give you a call. It's like, hey, you're free yeah. later on the night. I want to do a podcast with you. Otherwise, it's only uh, only texting and uh, mm-hmm. Facebook chat and things like that. This is uh, recording is the only way that we can actually talk to each other. Well, we're person. podcast friends. So yeah. that's the only way. That's the only way you can do it. That's how it works. I'm fine with that if you're fine with that. Or I guess one of us will have to get married again. <laughs> Uh, I want to say you. Well, I'm already I'm I'm already one ahead of you on the marriage front. Oh God, front. you got a you got a point there. God. Yeah, but yours was so much fun. So <laughs> I want to do that. Can we just do that again? Yeah. Can we have another Holmes Wise reception? I would love to do that again. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like that that weekend that everybody came out for our wedding, and you guys were out here, and Jesse Dolamore and all of our other friends from all the other podcasts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Uh, probably one of the greatest weekends that I can think of that I've had in a while. So good. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a celebration of you two. And I had fun celebrating you two and meeting your family and, uh, going off on an adventure with, uh, with another set of your friends that I'd never met before. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. Ton of fun. Ton of fun. Well, you guys are probably wondering (laughs) why. Where we've been? It's been a while. Looks like the yeah, last. Jeremy, let me let me ask as as a listener. Yes. Hey, where have you guys been? What have you been up to? <laughs> well, uh, things got a little crazy for us. In 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 probably a good way. We uh, as we've been talking yeah. about, we've been in the process of looking for a home. Um, that ended up working out after several failed attempts. We made. We we looked at I think around fifty houses by the time it was all said and done. We made four offers. <laughs> Two of those <laughs> offers got accepted. Wow. Uh one of them fell through. One of them did not. But uh, you know, despite some it, it tried. It tried to fall apart at several uh, different points, but uh but we made <laughs> it through the process and uh and we're in our new home. I'm speaking to you right now from the new 
the new Nerd Out Loud headquarters here in beautiful Linwood, Washington. <laughs> Linwood, huh? Now, is that an upgrade or a downgrade or a lateral move from where you were? Uh, it depends on who you ask. It's one exit closer to Seattle. <laughs> so so is, that, is that a good thing? Uh, it's, it's good because it's in the right school district. It's in the school district that we needed it to be in by like a block, by the way. Like literally wow. by a block in the district that we needed. Um, that's that's a W. That's what I call a win right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had um, we had to move. And then in the midst of moving, we also had to turn over the condo, Christie's condo that we were living in. Um, she has a townhome. And so we we're moving out of that. And we had a renter moving in and we had a week and a half to move, get the condo ready for a renter to oh. move in, get the renter moved in. And then now we're just focused on actually like getting unpacked and getting settled into our new house, which could honestly take a year to do something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, when I first moved into this house, we had I just threw things into the kitchen willy nilly just to get them out of boxes. And like three years later, I finally started to go, why the hell did I put the spoons over here? It's not even with the forks and the knives. What the hell was I thinking? And you get it eventually. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think the part of the challenge and this. God, this is this is a great problem to have, I guess. We went ah. from a two-bedroom, you know, I think about a thousand square foot home, although we didn't the way it was laid out, we couldn't really use all of that thousand square feet. I would say it was closer to probably eight hundred square feet of actual like usable space. Huh. So we went from that, like a two-bedroom townhome, to a four-bedroom house with, yeah. with a yard and all this kind of stuff. So the cool thing is that like now we have an office. Like we we used to record our all of the podcasts in our bedroom a lot of the time, or sometimes downstairs. That's why they were so goddamn sexy. <laughs> that's right, and that's oftentimes <laughs> also why Christy would fall asleep um, <laughs> while we were recording because we're literally in bed. Um, and uh, and and so now you know we're actually with this new house. We have a whole room that's going to be just for podcasting. So we've been talking about figuring out some like soundproofing situations to work on reducing the echo and to, nice. you know, we'll have a little couch in there and a table and people can those, come over. You know, those foam things, uh, the eggshell egg crate things you put on the wall to cancel yeah. out the noise. I'm just going to try and make it look like Mark Marin's garage. So even though it's just a bedroom inside of a house, you'll open it up and it'll look like a garage on the inside. That'd be nice. That'd be <laughs> awesome. So you cut away a wall and yeah. actually have it be act like a garage door. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be perfect. I'll make it really cold and drafty all the time. So anyway, it'll be it'll be good. But the weird thing is that like we got in and we kind of unpacked everything we could. But then like we have all this stuff that we as we were packing, we're like, oh, this is stuff that's going to go in the office. So we put it in a box, marked it office, put it in the office when we moved in and we unpacked all of our stuff. But the the thing is, is like we don't have any office furniture. <laughs> so, uh. so right now our office consists of just a pile of boxes that are labeled office and uh, <laughs> and a shopping list of all of the stuff that we need to get to actually finish setting it up. You'd but, be uh, surprised how many offices are exactly like that. Like people have all <laughs> these grand ideas like, oh, I can't wait till the bookshelves get in here and all this stuff. And it, it's just boxes everywhere and a laptop on top of a cardboard table. Yeah. Or a, a top of, on top of one of the boxes, rather. <laughs> it's going to be it's it's going to be that it's going to be that for the next six months until actually I, my problem is and I do this with a lot of things. I get really, really hung up because I want it to be I have a very kind of specific plan for how I want it to be set up. And if okay. I can't make that very specific plan happen, then I'll just do nothing. So you throw the baby out with the bathwater. You're like, well, screw it. If I can't do that, yeah. I can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, I oh, hear we'll you. Get there. 
we'll get there. Now, are you renting out? So when you say to get the renters into the to the old place, uh, are you do you guys still own that and are renting it out to somebody? Or yeah, it, oh nice. Yeah, Christy nice. Christy owns it. I don't own it. Um, so Christy is officially as I love reminding her. She's officially a uh, a land baroness now. <laughs> That's good <laughs> because she That's owns where you start. two homes. That's where you start to generate the money, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's, that's something I'm wanting to do is is like, you know, when I get some money, if that ever happens, you know, start buying some of the uh, smaller homes in the in the area and fix them up a little bit and rent them. I mean, that you get some money doing that. Yeah, that's well, for sure. I I know from talking to you uh, that I was yeah. looking I was looking at homes in your area for the price <laughs> range of homes that we were looking for out here. Oh yeah, and we are at the bottom. We are at the bottom bottom rung of the ladder for the homes that we were looking at uh out okay. here uh, and and you know it, we I, th- I think that that's part of the reason that it took us so long to find the right deal because it's especially for the price range we're at it's a pretty competitive right. market and we didn't have a lot of money we didn't have a lot of wiggle room so we couldn't take a hit on a house that needed a new roof in five years oh yeah yeah but max out our you know, amount that we could pay out every month for our payment because we wouldn't be able to afford it. (laughs) We wouldn't be able to afford a new roof in five years and then our brand new house would fall down. So we had to find kind of the right thing. We couldn't, didn't have a lot of room to negotiate as far as um, escalations and that kind of stuff. And so it, it took a little bit of back and forth, but all that to say, I was looking at homes out where you live (laughs) and I have to say, which is, which is Kansas. uh, For those of you who don't know, I live in, Kansas. You want to talk about you want to talk about land baron. We yeah. could we could get we could have a we could have a compound out there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, even just the difference of where I lived in Wichita to where I moved now. So Wichita is like the the biggest city in Kansas. Um and uh you were looking at like $150,000 home there would get you something nice, yeah. you know. Four bedrooms, a decent sized backyard. And uh, so we were like, okay, well, when we move out to Wichita, or when we move out to this this you know new tiny little town, what what are we going to be looking at? We had one day to buy a house. Uh, this you reminded me of, of this when you said you looked at fifty some houses. Yeah, we had one day to find a house, and we looked at seven homes in that one day and found two that we were interested in. Mm-hmm. And it it came down to the fact that I am not handy at all. And one was move-in ready, and another one would have required a little bit of elbow grease, which I refuse to do. Sure. And uh, so we, we picked this one, and it was half price of what we were looking at in Wichita for the same house. So when I say, like, find a cheap house to, to fix up, I could find a house in this town for $10,000 easily. Yeah. That, that All that would have to do is, like, change the carpets, and people would be willing to live in. Ugh. So... It makes I me mean, so it's... mad. <laughs> the the thing that makes me really mad, honestly, is that I could do the job that I have now from Kansas. Like I could, I could probably move just about anywhere and talk yeah. the the board for my at the company that I work for. It's a nonprofit, so we have a board, and I'm sure I could talk them into letting me work remotely. Right. Yeah, but I, I mean, I can't because of the whole like co-parenting situation that I have. Sure. And my sure. daughter's mom lives here in the Seattle area, and so I'm kind of geo geographically stuck here for the time being but uh but man is it tempting is it tempting to just go move out into the middle of nowhere on on there, you know buy a freaking castle in the middle of <laughs> yeah there there are people who live on the outskirts of this tiny little town that have bought the biggest houses and they are photographers they yeah. are um retired 
Jesus, just retired school teachers from like the East Coast. Who, yeah. They didn't make a ton of money, but they got their house paid off in Jersey and wanted to move someplace quiet where they could have some land. And, you know, they sell their house in Jersey and come out here and buy a house for 120000 that also includes 40 acres. And, you know, they're able to buy horses for the first time in their life and never have to work again. I mean, it's there is something to be said about that if you're wanting to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. If yeah. you're willing to, I suppose, <laughs> is the uh, the proper phrase. Man, oh, man. Well, so, uh, Henson, let me ask you. Uh, how have things been going? So for those of you that don't know, I'm guessing that most of the people listening probably do, but just in case you don't, Jeremy Henson uh, is the co-host of a podcast that is no more called the Eureka Podcast. And that's kind of how we got to know you and your co-host, Craig. Yep. Um, and you guys, man, it's has it been six months? When Yeah. You guys May? shut the door on... Uh, on Eureka podcast a, a few a few months back. Yeah, May or June was our last one. In fact, I just got a I just got a text from my 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 co-host, my former co-host Craig. Dave Chappelle is going to host Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh, yep. We All still right. keep each other updated on pop culture, guys. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> you, uh, you guys yeah, May should just was our last episode. You should just maybe call each other and talk about pop culture and record it. We've 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 actually <laughs> thought about that. We've thought about doing like an update. <laughs> of uh of where we're at right now but uh no life's been good um it was weird ending it all like having even just a couple of hours extra free time a week like where i would have been recording or would have been editing or something like that or you know as 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 uh as the first chair uh of a podcast how you're you're always just kind of thinking in podcast terms of like okay well this happened how can i spin this for the podcast or reading something how could how could this apply to the podcast stuff like that yeah like letting just letting the brain go of all that stuff for a while was kind of interesting but um as far as personal life goes i've i uh got a promotion with the company i'm working for and uh spend three weeks of my life on the road Um, nice Yep. Yep. Well, and, maybe nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's it's nice. It's nice. Uh, the wife, um, she's getting used to it. But uh, but really, what it is 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 it's an opportunity to it's a kind of a lateral move. Well, it's a, it's a promotion, but uh, it gets me into another group where I could actually get into management mm-hmm. uh, a little easier and not have to move, which is the key. Because as we talked about, cost of living here is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, and you're about to become a land baron yourself. Hopefully we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Do you, um, do you miss, do you miss podcasting? Bet your ass I do. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, 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 I loved podcasting. Um, the way Eureka ended was I thought poetic and beautiful and, um, I'm glad, I'm glad we did it that way. Craig and I still kind of text every once in a while and are like, man, I had a week from hell. It'd be great to podcast about this. And, and we we're both in agreement. Like it would be fun to do it again. It's just, like especially for him he's like i just don't know if i've got the energy to do it anymore yeah all right but i I still got the drive in me i've got ideas for podcasts in fact i've got (coughs) excuse me (coughs) whoa don't know where that came from i have a coughing podcast that i'm going to debut (laughs) just shortly (coughs) it's that sweet sweet kansas city air oh yes it's it's fracking or something right that's happening around you that that would be the earthquakes causing the coughs yeah yeah um I had hour. I had a few hours of, of podcasting um, recorded, but the guy I was interviewing has kind of fallen off off the off the face of the earth. So um, we'll see. I might pick that back up. But I've got I've got some ideas, man. And maybe oh, yeah. we'll talk 
I'm later. We'll see. Let's do it. All right. All right. Well, um, it was good checking in. And uh, that was our show. So we're Indeed. All, all right. <laughs> Just kidding. Thanks for having Just me. Just kidding. Uh, no, we do, have, we do have a couple actual things to talk about. So generally the way that this works, I, I keep on – I'm reminding myself just as much as I'm reminding anybody else uh, is that we – you know, each person on the show brings something to the table that they're kind of nerding out about that week, whatever it may be. And uh, <laughs> so we're going to go over that. And then we have a couple a couple fun little segments. I have a Shark Tank idea I want to float by you, Mr. Henson. And, uh, and then, of course, our critically acclaimed segment with uh, the guy that created the, 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 song, the theme song for it. I have an Am I a Jerk <laughs> related to our new housing situation <laughs> that I want to run by you and kind of hear what you think. I know you have had some interesting situations with your neighbors as well. So indeed, indeed. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> it'll be good. Um, all right. All right, Mr. Henson. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't, why don't you go first? with your, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> your thing? It's interesting that, uh, you, you, so you sent me this, uh, this, this run sheet <laughs> about three minutes before we started recording mm-hmm. and I had sent you something that I was interested in and I didn't realize that this is going to be under the category of what we are nerding out about. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I just have to ask this. I, I have to say this. Sorry. I, to, just to clarify, I had the show sheet prior to the three minutes before we started recording. I, I forgot that, you, that I did not share it with you. <laughs> right. So. Right. But that does not negate what I said. No, I it doesn't. I received it, it about three minutes before we started to record. But uh, that's fine. I, you know what? You're one step ahead of what we used to do. We never really had one. So, sure. um, so what I'm nerding out about is an article that I read not too long ago that said 21% of straight men have watched gay porn in the last six months. So, of course, I thought of Mr. Holmes when, when, uh, when I read this article. Because you are straight. Is it because one of the guys, is it because both of the guys in the picture on that article could potentially be me? No, honestly, no. That's not why. That's funny, though. Uh, no. I, they, no. I mean, actually, minus no. that tattoo. I don't have the tattoo, but I got the facial hair. I'm, I'm going back up to look at it And here. they're both bald. <laughs> You've got a point there. Those are some bears right there. Yeah. Those are some bears. All the, although it's just their face that's bears because the rest of their body is... Uh, well, they're a little hairy there down there too. I'm sorry, I had to scroll down here, but <laughs> we'll so, be, I'll be sure to share the article in the show uh, show show notes for anybody that wants to follow along. <laughs> <laughs> so the the headline is really you know over a fifth of straight men watch gay porn. A study has found, and I thought that I was like interesting. Now, how much of that gay porn have they watched? Did they just perform that test where you're like, okay, I'm gonna watch some gay porn. If I get any feelings in my pants, I know that perhaps I'm I'm, I'm you know over that on on that end of the spectrum a little bit, you know, or did they just come to completion while watching the porn? I yeah. I, I gather they came to completion. Maybe they completed. I don't know on that. Um, did you read the article, sir? I read the article. I did not. Uh, I was lo- I was hoping that there would be like a link to the actual study. Uh, yeah, I did not find. I did not find. It, it looks like the <laughs> the 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 article that they cite in this article from the Independent is from a website called Pink News. 
Yeah, I noticed so that. Maybe I could have dug a little bit deeper into into that, but I initially wasn't able to. Uh, I wasn't able to find the actual scientific study because that was my same question too. I was kind of wondering. I, so it looks like the sample size was eight hundred and twenty eight hundred and twenty one people, and it yeah. it looks like it was just a survey. Yes, but you know, I'm curious. I'm just. I'm. I'm curious. I. I would have to think. So if it's just a survey, if they're just asking dudes this, I bet that it's way higher than 21%. I'm it, thinking so, too. It has to be. There are still uh, men out there who would never admit to it. Yeah. Never. Now, that brings us to a question I have for you. In the last six months, have you looked at gay porn? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Now, let me let me get a little deeper with this. Accidentally? <laughs> uh, I mean... Mm, Kind of, okay. I guess. How did you, you know? I, like, no, how is let's just say you're looking at something in like a certain genre, and then maybe there's also some, uh, you know, some some <clears throat> man. Oh, I'm not getting nervous at all here. Uh, yeah, maybe there's some, you know, some some gay uh stuff mixed in with the uh the results there. <laughs> okay, so like you're yeah. watching a. A devil's threesome, something like the that. The guys start to appreciate each other's. Presence? Sure, yeah, that could be okay. that could be one example that that would okay. fall into the category that I'm talking about. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't actively like if, if if something like that pops up, I don't go, oh, gross, and like yeah. throw my phone out of the bathroom or anything like that. But uh, which I guess that was a little insight to uh, where my activities take place, <laughs> but. Yeah, never um, borrow Jeremy's phone, I guess. <laughs> uh, ugh, yeah, you, you probably don't, at least not to like make calls on. You yeah. don't want to get that close to your face, uh, which is something my wife always says <laughs> about something else. Anyway, um, so I, yeah, I, I have not actually looked at gay porn in the last six months. I have done it in the past. Yeah. Uh, kind of like you where it's like, oh, here it is. Uh, well, this is acceptable. I'm definitely not offended by this. Yeah. But. I'm going to hope they start focusing on the woman again. I have never completed to gay porn. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have. Wow. I don't, I mean, I, I don't have like a log book. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like I don't have oh, yeah. a, so I can't give you hard analysis on that, but. Uh, like one of your favorite clips doesn't happen to be a, a gay porn clip, right? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No, no, you do have a favorite clip, right? I mean, you've got those that you stumble by every once in a while. I, I don't go, really I remember that one. That I'm, was a so good one. I, I have this thing. I have this thing when it comes to the whole issue of pornography, and somehow I feel like this manages to come up almost every you, time. I'm sorry. Hang on. When you when you use the full term pornography, you make it sound way worse. <laughs> sorry. No, when it comes to pornography, ah, ugh, it makes me okay. But anyway, so, go ahead. No. Okay. So uh, I have this. I have this thing, and I feel like this comes up almost every time. I end up having you on the show, which is making me immediately question having you on the show. But you know oh, what? No. Here we are. We've gone to all this hassle. I found the box that had the microphones in it and unpacked <laughs> it. So now we, we've made it this far. But uh, uh, so, you know, I think it has to do with my with my Christian upbringing, for sure. I grew up in a really conservative Christian home. So not only yep. is gay stuff a no-go, but porn in general, or, you know, just um, enjoying your sexuality or expressing yourself sexually, all that kind of stuff has a lot of shame and guilt and well, condemnation sure. wrapped around it. And so, I, like... I remember crying on the bathroom floor, like, when I was a child. Oh, yeah. Because I... Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I oh, I don't know if we want to go off on this rabbit trail, but uh, I didn't plan on going as far as we have. So but, it's but, up to you. But I have somebody's got to reel us in a little bit. So I have a friend that uh, here in Seattle that that does a uh, that does a show once uh, like once a month where people get up and read from their diaries from like oh. high school and junior high and stuff. Cool. And they, you know, they read the stuff or whatever. And and as I was moving, I found a lot of my old journals from oh, uh, from back in the day, like when I was a pastor and oh. prior to that when I was in Bible college and all that kind of stuff. And um, so I was, get up there and read those. <laughs> yeah, that's what my my friend was Seriously. saying. My friend's like, oh, you got to come out. So yeah, uh, that that might be happening. And if it does, I'll definitely let you guys know. But uh but yeah, but I, I was reading through there and, uh, you know, I had that same thing. I, I used to, uh, I used to get really bad, like migraines, like really bad headaches after I would have an orgasm sometimes. Oh, so it was God punishing And you. I was convinced that like, I was convinced same, same thing. I would be crying like on the bathroom floor or whatever, convinced that like, that was the cancer like coming into my body. Cancer. It's so funny. I thought it was cancer too. Yeah. Man, what the hell? Yeah, it's uh it's weird. It's weird and it's it's insane to me. I mean, so this is a shared experience that we have. Uh, yeah. you know, on opposite sides of the country. <laughs> yeah. Never having talked or known to each other. Th I mean, no. this is a thing that exists for hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people around the yeah. world is like growing up in a culture that makes you think that if you masturbate, you're going to get cancer. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Maybe it was just the that was the uh, illness du jour at the time, you know, that, you know, you just thought you were going to be punished and therefore cancer. Yeah. I, who knows? Maybe these days if, if there's still a guilt surrounding it, which I don't know if there is, uh, who knows what it is. Maybe now it's it's AIDS, even though AIDS isn't really uh, like thing people are scared of anymore. I don't know. But yeah, I, I just remember being a kid and just being terrified that I – I'm I'm going straight to hell because I jerked off to a like a cool world. Uh, <laughs> I remember VHS that cover. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, that was well, anyway. Uh... That's what I'm hurting out about these days. <laughs> uh, last thing about that though is uh, I, I found it interesting that uh, that gay people looked at 55% uh, uh, of gay participants in the study said they had watched opposite gender oriented porn in that time as well. So, I mean, it, pardon the pun here, but it goes both ways. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that they happen to look at uh, straight porn as well. In fact, they, they look for like the masculine, the not not the uh, stereotypical uh, like wafy gay. I don't I don't know. There's no stereotypical. I don't know what I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a straight white guy. I don't know what I'm talking about. At the time. Tread lightly there, Mr. Henson. Yeah. Oh, so, so what they look for uh, straight guy topped the list, followed by black daddy and bareback. Mm -hmm. uh, so straight guy actually topped, uh, according to Pornhub, uh, straight guy topped the list of what gay guys look for. So I thought that yeah. was interesting. Yeah. The more you know. about The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> we need the, uh, the thing. I'll definitely have to put some kind of disclaimer at the top of this show. Yes, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> if you have me back again, as I understand might be your plan, uh, I will make sure to not be nerding out about that. Yes. No. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, you know, you got to let your uh, let your nerd flag fly, as they say. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? I believe somebody, somebody a, a good friend of mine actually says, let your nerd flag fly. 
is what he says. So I, I, I live by that. Yeah, no, words to live by. I'm going to get that <laughs> tattooed uh, on, my lo- on my lower back, <laughs> but it'll wrap around to the front because it's, uh, because it's so long. I don't do it'll be line. Like a spiral staircase going all the way up to your nipples. <laughs> I don't do line breaks. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, what you just alluded to, Mm. Uh, and this is this is a little meta, and uh, I have actively for quite some time. I have actively tried to not make every podcast that I record talking about the podcast that I'm recording, which is why <laughs> I didn't want to spend 20 minutes at the top of the show explaining, you know, apologizing for not putting out a show for a really long time, right. uh, because it just gets too, you know, snaking its own tail or whatever. But sure. uh, but if I'm being honest with you. What I've really been nerding out about uh, is not only nerd out loud, but just kind of podcast stuff in general. So despite putting (laughs) – despite not putting out any new episodes of Nerd Out Loud, which, uh, you know, I'll talk about that in a minute. um, Okay. We – I've had the the great privilege of uh, kind of doing some consulting, I guess you could say. Consulting, talking to some other people about projects that they're wanting to work on. um, Cool. Helping other people get podcasts started, which is something that I totally love to do. And um, am kind of gearing myself up to have a business, maybe doing some kind of consulting or helping other businesses produce podcasts or something like that. Uh, The good news is, is that for the time being, (laughs) the good news, I say, if there's Uh, anybody listening that wants to start a podcast, the good news for you is that I will totally help you for free um, if 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 you want. But uh, but I just. Uh, we just added another podcast. So if you go to 10710.com, that's kind of the home for Nerd Out Loud. Christy's other podcast, Little Red Bandwagon, lives on there. Um, All we, spelled out, by the way, 10710. Oh, yep. Yeah, no no numbers. I was there, not no thinking of SEO or uh, easy. <laughs> easy <laughs> telling people the URL when I figured that one out. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, uh, we started a new show. Uh, during this little break, while uh, we were not putting out episodes of Nerd Out Loud, we have a new show on 10710.com uh, called Earbuds and Earworms. And it's from actually a listener of this show <laughs> that that in the past has like live tweeted out mm-hmm. uh, every time she's listening. And a listener of your show, a listener yeah. of Eureka Podcast, Amy Shepard, yep. and her uh, co-worker, I, maybe not co-worker, I don't <laughs> I just realized I don't know. If they Should actually work together, on this well, topic. I do think like they I both work for one. Lyft, and they're both public about it. I just realized that maybe <laughs> they don't want to know. I know I'm sometimes a little cagey about where I work, sure, uh, probably because you know we just extensively talked about um, our masturbation habits. Right. <laughs> that might be part of the reason, but uh, uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, earbuds and ear- earworms. Check it out. It's on 10710.com. We've been doing that. Um, but now, give us a little teaser here. What is this? Uh, what is the show about? I've listened to an episode, but I think you uh, you probably know more about it. So fill people in. What is what is the show? Yeah. So Amy is kind of a music nerd. She loves music, and um, she partnered up with her co-host Jason, who Amy's kind of more into like the pop music scene, and Jason is into a little bit more classic, like disco type stuff. Okay. And uh and basically their goal for the show is to kind of be a music a music 
podcast for everybody. So even if you're not like a music person, which is very much me, I am not a music person. I don't listen to a lot of music on my own. I don't uh, even podcasts that I really like. If they have a band or a musician on, I oftentimes Mm -hmm. will just skip that episode. Yeah, I do the same sometimes, unfortunately. It's just not for me for whatever reason. Um, And the, the reason that I got so excited about Earbuds and Earworms is because... Her Amy's whole goal was starting the show was basically to have a a music podcast kind of for for not music geeks for so, podcast people yeah for anybody like a music podcast for people that are you know whatever just normal people normal <laughs> yeah 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 because they're not like you know they're like me therefore they're normal <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, all right <laughs> uh. Interesting. I listened to one of their episodes. Uh, it was their, I guess it was their first episode, so they didn't get too much into that uh, that type of thing. But uh, yeah, I'm interested in hearing more from that uh, for sure because she is she's just nice. Yeah, and uh, you know she left us a voicemail one time for one of our shows, and you can just hear it in her voice. She's nice. She's very uh, nice. So uh, yeah, I want to hear I want to hear nice people talk. Yeah. Well, and they both um, they both have uh, southern accents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're both from Tennessee, so they have uh, there's some wonderful accents, and you you should listen for the accents alone. But it's pretty great. They just they go through each uh, each show and they pick like a genre of music. They'll do like electronic music, or they just did a Halloween episode uh, that was Monster Mash free. She set out oh. from the very beginning to do a Halloween episode that was a no Monster Mash zone. Nice. So I thought that was pretty cool. I've got a funny story about Monster Mash. Yeah, go. I want to hear it. Let me let me clear my throat there. Ugh. I don't know what. I think I've got a piece of rice in my sinuses right now because mm. I wolfed down lunch before uh, we started talking. Uh, when my my high school went and uh, they like did this tour of for of the Wichita schools for like a week, we would just uh, every day go to a different school, like multiple different schools. And uh, the last day was like the like the last Friday before Halloween. And uh, the teacher uh, was like, all right, uh, so we're going to try to do Monster Mash today. Does anybody know Monster Mash? And I was like, hell yeah, I know Monster Mash. I didn't know Monster Mash. <laughs> I thought I knew Monster Mash. And I volunteered and I got up there and I bombed. It was the <laughs> worst. I mean, I, I could, I could do the voice because yeah. yeah, I, I, I can, I can mimic voices pretty well, but then I, you get past the first verse and I had nothing. And the person who, of course, their hand raised at the same time as mine, but <clears throat> mine shot up faster for some reason, they had to step up next to me and start doing it. And I was like, Oh, how dare you? This is my solo. And so I said, it was a fluke. It was a fluke. The next school we went to, I did it again. Mm-hmm. I should have, I mean, I know my limitations. Why the hell didn't I just say, you're right. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I did it again. <laughs> I got up there and I bombed. I didn't know the words and it was just so humiliating. <laughs> it was the, it, it's a microcosm of my life. Was it just like, just, why, I mean, why did you, did you think you knew it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought no. I knew it the first time mm-hmm. and, uh, I didn't. And mm-hmm. then the second time I knew I didn't know it, but I wasn't about to admit it. And uh, I went ahead and went up there and knowing knowing I was going to bomb, it still destroyed me that I bombed. I don't know what I was thinking. I was I was a troubled young man. (laughs) Well, look at you now. Yeah, look at me now. Perched to become the biggest uh, land baron in all of Kansas. 
Oh, man, that'd be nice. You do know that the Koch brothers live here, though. Oh, yeah, no. So if I surpass them, I think I'm going to do all right. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> hey, you never know. You might uh, strike it rich with one of those big podcasting ideas. <laughs> hey. Uh, which Same. leads me to the next thing that I wanted to say in regards to podcasting and stuff. The, the future of this show, obviously, we haven't put out an episode for a while. But the whole reason we're recording is because I was talking to you and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with Nerd Out Loud. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, you know, Christy is she has a lot going on. We just got done moving. Uh, she's busy with her regular job and just mm -hmm. life stuff. And um, it's been difficult in the midst of all of our moving and everything to try and find opportunities to record. And you're like, sure. you actually, I, I was talking to you and separately, uh, also friend of the show, Jesse Dollimore. I know mutual friend of ours from yeah. the I Doubt It With Dollimore podcast. Which, by the way, I had this on my list of things that I wanted to talk about. Congratulations, Jesse. I, I don't know if you've been following him lately. Oh, yeah. On, uh, he is now... Yeah, he's the Occupy Democrats Report host. Yeah. So got a couple of videos coming out every uh, every week, and they're not doing nerd out loud eureka numbers. They're doing millions yeah. of views. Yeah. Millions of views. Right. You know now. your so, annoying friend that only ever posts videos of like John Stewart, quote unquote, eviscerating you know whatever yeah. Donald Trump or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. Those numbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so much so that I have friends that don't know that I know Jesse yeah. that are like, I see it scrolling across all the time. I'm like, holy shit. I know that guy. I know yeah. that guy. That person doesn't know that guy, but I do. Holy <laughs> shit. Somebody I know is famous. I told Jesse the other day, I said, it's going to happen sooner than later. And when it does, I need you to either video it or text me immediately. Somebody's going to recognize you on the street. Yeah. And I want you to tell me all about it. Oh, for sure. I want to hear all about it. So anyway, hopefully it's not somebody that disagrees with him. Oh yeah. Well, I, I think he can, he can, he can, uh, he can defend himself. So he'll yeah, be all right. That's true. So I was talking to yes. you and him separately and you both had the same recommendation, which was, well, what if we just, what, why don't you just start recording with other people for a while and then, you know, keep, kind of keep putting stuff out there. I, yeah. I have the, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm ready to just let this show. First of all, if, if we end the show, if we end Nerd Out Loud, I I want it to be like, you know, I want to have one last good run. Like I want it to be at the top of the mountain, not yeah. at the bottom of the mountain that I looked at and just decided I was too tired to try and climb to the top. If that you makes sense. You want to sense. burn out rather than fade away. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so we're going to keep going. Um, hopefully Christy will be back. I hope so. I think that probably when I put this episode out, she'll go, you recorded one without me. And then she'll probably oh. maybe want to start recording again. I have no idea. But, uh, but you it's said a good that... way to reel her back in though. Right. Yeah. Manipulation. Yeah, you got, you got the hot new guy over here. It always works. Yeah. I'll, I'll be your 21% Jeremy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we have, uh, you said that you would jump on, you know, you have some flexibility with this new job where you're on the week that you're not traveling. Um, yeah. Jesse Dolamore actually said that he would jump on every once in a while so we fun, can fun. you know hopefully have uh have some fun there so you know it, we'll keep we'll keep putting stuff out there but uh and not to not to come across as too desperate but uh uh I'm the, this laptop that I'm using right now I'm testing out because I could take it on the road and record on the road as well so there we go uh, I don't just have to be on once a month Jeremy <laughs> throwing that out there yeah. for you hey you're welcome you're welcome anytime <laughs> just pack that microphone I will uh so the other thing that's going on and then we'll we'll move on because I have I have a a, a shark tank 
that I think is going to, I have a business idea that I want to float to you. That's going to be great. But before we get to that, I have two, two podcast things that I need the listeners help with. Yes. So these are two shows that are in, uh, I would call it pre-production phase. One of them has been for quite some time. Another one's fairly new. Both of them need some involvement. So we have two shows kind of in the works. One of them has to do with addiction. Um, it's a little more serious. So if, but what I need is if you know anybody that uh, has uh, had issues with addiction themselves and overcome it and are, you know, sober and happy and healthy and have recovered from it. And are, um, I, I want to, and, and would like to share their story. Hmm. I would like to talk to them. So if any of our listeners out there uh, have, you know, that's kind of part of something that they've experienced, uh, drop me a line. Because I would love to talk to you more about it and potentially uh, interview you or um, for for a show that we're working on. And then the other show that I'm really – Out of curiosity, Jeremy. Um, yeah. So you mentioned people who have uh, you know recovered and are happy. What about the people who are recovered and are unhappy? I mean, well, I, 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 it sounds like I'm joking, but no. there are people who are white-knuckling it. You for know? sure. And you know, they may be sober for two years, but it's been the worst two years of their lives. I mean – I'm kind of interested in those stories too. I but. would be more than happy to talk to that person um, and potentially share their story if if it's something that they want to do. What I what uh-huh. I don't want to do is be exploitative. So yeah. the the kind of the goal with the with the show is just um you know I am no stranger to addiction. I uh, am uh, sober myself and have been for a number of years. And um um you know it's uh. When I first got when I first got kind of into the recovery scene and I heard other people that had had experiences with addiction share their story, I all of a sudden mm. realized that I was not crazy for feeling the way right. that I did and behaving the way that I did. Yeah. Um, and it, it gave me hope because I heard these people's stories and I was sure. like, if they can do it, I can do it. You know? So you're wanting some good to come out of the show. So my, my I, hope is yeah, just to share those people's stories. Uh, because it was something that I was actively looking for when I thought that I might have a problem. Um, oh, yeah. I was online looking for resources and looking for people sharing their stories just so I could hear. Sure. And if I can, if I can, you know, broadcast other people's, uh, uh, you know, the different ways that other people have overcome addiction, I would love to be able to share other people's stories. So I, cool. d- I don't want to cool. be exploitative to the point where I think I, I can't remember the exact analogy that I heard, but it was something along the line of, especially with news stories like this or podcasts or whatever stuff, when people share stuff, it can be really vulnerable and it can be really kind of you know, it can be really powerful and there can be a lot of hope that comes from that, um, from sharing these old wounds. Uh, if those old wounds are still healing, (laughs) sometimes it's better to not poke at those. (laughs) Sure. For that (laughs) person, like for that person in general, I mean, it could be a great episode, but it might not be good for that person. So I hear you. Yeah. So that's, that, that's why I worded that the way I did, I guess. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and the other thing that I'm looking for is uh, I want to do a show, and I don't have a good name for it. I went to I wanted to just call it the pilot show, uh, but then I went and Googled <laughs> the pilot uh, show and found out that it already exists. So uh, it are, not only does it already exist, but it's basically this idea that I have. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but it's a little different, and they also only put out two episodes and haven't done anything in a year. So then it's yours. You can do it then. So, that's fine. Yeah, I just need to come up with a different name besides the pilot. Well, yeah, show. that's that's the unofficial rule of podcasting. If you did two episodes and haven't done anything in a year, then 
that idea might as well not even exist. It's yeah. it's ripe for the picking. <laughs> so I think it's a great idea. You uh, actually you told me about this idea after I pitched you an idea. Yeah. And you said that this would be good for what I'm trying to do. Yep. And I think it's a great idea. Who cares about the name? The concept yeah. is there. So, so I think it's a good idea. It, what I want to do is I want to find people that have ideas like, you know, if you've ever been talking to a friend and you've gone, oh, my God, you know, what would be a great podcast. Whatever. X, Y, Z. I want to I want to hear those ideas and I want to either help people produce. You know, if you've ever had an idea for a podcast that you want to do, I either want to help you produce it, like make that first episode. You don't have to make the whole series. You don't have to commit Mm -hmm. to doing one every week or every month Mm -hmm. or whatever. Let's just make a pilot episode for the podcast idea that you have. Or it takes a lot of pressure off of them if they know it's just one. Yeah. It's just one. Just just get it out there. Yeah. I like that. Or just send in your ideas that you have or your friends have or whatever and and we'll we'll try and make them oh my god that would be fun dude this now you i know you want to do a shark tank but this right (laughs) here is a good shark tank uh so like you might have uh, a group of people like 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 me you uh uh, christy that are willing to get on the mic but yeah this this person who has the idea doesn't necessarily want to do it that would be fun they pitch it to us and we say okay let's try it and you know, me and you can hop on or me and Craig or you and Craig or me and Christy, that, that type of thing. And and I mean, you've got a God, you've got a roster of podcast people that could that would be able to jump up on, on yeah. something like this. I like that. That'd yeah, be fun. I think uh, I think it would be fun. So I got those two things in the works and uh, I would love to hear from you if you have a podcast idea that you'd like us to do or you'd like one. to do and you'd like me to help you do it. Uh, uh, drop, uh, Jeremy, what? I'm raising my hand. I'm oh. raising my hand. What is it? Now, first of all, I interrupted you. How do people get a hold of you for that and for the other stuff you wanted them to drop your line on? The How best, do they get a hold of you? The easiest way to do it is just to go to nerdoutloudpod.com. Right at the very bottom of the page, there's a little footer at the bottom of the page. It's got contact information in it, okay. e- email address and Twitter, and that, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. So that's probably the easiest way for you, but what about the people who they want it to be easy? They could just tweet at you, couldn't they? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. what's your what's your handle there, buddy? Oh yeah, I probably should give <laughs> it to people. It's Dadstronaut. <laughs> D A D, like Dad. Dadstronaut. Dadstronaut, mm-hmm. right on. Yeah. Yes. Because some people, you know, like my parents might get onto a website and send a message that way, but most people they're just gonna want to tweet tweet you, dude. That's that's what they're gonna want to do. Yeah. But um yes, I had an idea. In fact, this is the one that uh kind of prompted you to tell me about your idea and we, then we promptly just started saying hey good idea good idea good idea buddy that's a good idea uh <laughs> mine is uh well shit i've got two of them let's see i think the one that i uh was going to bring up to you today was uh so let's see it is my favorite meltdown is the name because i like the name first of all my favorite meltdown it's a good but name it yeah, exactly it yeah. is a showcase of like YouTube meltdowns, Twitter meltdowns, uh, whether they're famous or not, just like meltdowns through the week and explaining what the hell that was and uh, maybe ranking the top meltdowns that happened. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, the, the one that came to mind, you know, Christian Bale on the set of Terminator was like, oh, good for you. You know, he's <laughs> screaming at the at one of the techies. You know, that's a great meltdown. I don't know why. I like watching stuff like that, but it's clear that it's pretty popular. Yeah. You know, that these meltdowns happen. They get millions of views 
And uh, I, I'm, I'm interested in maybe ranking them or breaking them down. Why did this person freak out? Uh, you know, if, if it got to the, to the size that I dream everything I do could possibly get to, even having the person who had the meltdown come on the show, yeah. you know, and, and talk about it. Uh, also talking about my own meltdowns that I've had, because <laughs> I've had a couple of them in public that, my God, I'm, I'm glad there were no... Uh, Facebook lives yeah. uh, back in college and stuff because I've had myself some meltdowns. One where I swan dove onto the hood of my car. Uh, <laughs> it was parked, but were you intoxicated? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your ass. Well, that's um, better than swan diving into the driver's seat, I suppose. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, and you know, having friends like you and anybody else who's willing to come on and talk about their meltdowns. So yeah. uh, that would be that'd be my pitch to you, sir. I love it. I want to do it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and of, of course, discovering other people's meltdowns is, is something that I love hearing about. So that's something I'd like to work on, buddy. All right. Maybe we could do, maybe that could be your pilot pilot. Pilot pilot. The pilot of pilot show. The pilot's the pi- show. Yeah. I mean, just on the name alone, like there's so much you could do with that. Okay. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, right on. Let's, uh, Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. I have I have a business idea that I want All to right. present to you. I want to hear it. And this is – I wish I could say that I came up with this idea on my own. This was stolen. This is the intellectual property of one Christy Wise. Uh-huh. But, uh, but now that we are betrothed, uh, I think that I get to take credit for it. Isn't I that how it so. works? So I think, I think legally so. I can actually just edit the whole part where I even mentioned her name and take it out. I think you should. Okay. Yeah, I think I actually I think you're legally required to do that. Let's try that again. And three, two, one. I have this great business idea. Christy thought of it. Definitely something that I came up with. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not something that I stole directly from my wife. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Do you like nachos? Who doesn't? Yeah. I feel like I mean everybody. There is something for everybody when it comes to nachos. If you don't like chips you can find alternatives to that but i mean mm-hmm. what you get to pick and choose your own toppings you put them on there it's amazing oh yeah chicken ground so, beef steak yeah you like nachos do you like dessert or who are you talking to <laughs> do i like dessert i would rather have dessert than any meal it's my favorite meal dessert is my favorite meal yeah i don't so, care what it is well and this is actually a spin-off of another <laughs> this could be a spinoff of another franchise that i've already dreamed of starting where okay you a, a restaurant that serves entrees that look like desserts and desserts that look like entrees but i uh, won't go down that rabbit trail but here's my idea dessert nachos okay dessert nachos but what i want to do is you know how um do you guys have like menchies out there like fro- the frozen yogurt or, or any kind of frozen yogurt place where you like go a- cold stone creamery type thing so this is what i'm thinking of is specifically like it's a type they it's usually frozen yogurt you go they have a bunch of like soft serve machines you get your tub you fill it up with whatever kind of ice cream you want and then you go down Mm. like almost like a salad bar but with dessert toppings oh yeah and you put them on i want to do that but with nachos okay so we take our base the only one that i can really think of is like those uh not churros but they're you know, like usually at crappy Mexican restaurants, including 
uh, like Taco Bell. Uh, you know, uh, those... I was thinking like Chi-Chi's where they have the uh, like the sweet chips, basically. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just sugar and cinnamon. They're on just there. chips with sugar and cinnamon. So you get those as your base. Mm. And this is going to be a whole I mean, this we're going to come up with a model that can then be franchised out and we're going to okay. start them over, all over the country. I'm with you. People, you go in, you pick your base, you put it in, in your bucket, and then you go down basically a like, a sa- like a salad, well, you know, a, a plate, whatever, a bucket, okay. a plate, a, a tray. There's a big difference between the two. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm picturing actually is like maybe one of those cafeteria type dishes that has different compartments in it. Oh, so okay. you put okay. your main, your base in the, in the larger one, and then maybe have yeah. a couple smaller containers for some different dipping sauces. Okay. I just feel like there's a lot you could do. So then you go down the line, you pick your sauces, you pick your toppings, you put them all on there. And then we're going to charge people by weight, basically, just like they do at the soft serve place. Sure. 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 So at the end, you put it on the scale and you get paid, you know, whatever, three bucks a pound or I mean, it probably more than that. It needs to be astronomical because (laughs) people will be willing to pay for it. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. I. I mean, not only do I think this is a great idea, I'm wondering if it already exists somewhere. It feels like it should. While we've been talking, I've looked up dessert nachos, and there are, of course, you know, Pinterest articles about them, like how to make them at home. Mm -hmm. But I don't I didn't see anything about, you know, like a buffet of uh, of dessert nachos. So I think uh, I think you might be tapping into something that is bubbling underneath the surface. Because uh, if they're talking about it on Pinterest, it's just about to crack. So, and uh, all we need at this point is uh, some kind of pun title for the name: dessert shows. Dessert shows. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a big fan of combining words. They That's say really... that there's no bad ideas when you're brainstorming. Yeah. Um, so, in that vein, I'll uh, I will accept your input. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. As- Maybe you're not the shark that we're looking to partner with this time around, but uh, I do appreciate your input. <laughs> I come up with ideas, not names, although <laughs> my favorite meltdown was a pretty good. No, that was name. we need the my favorite meltdown of dessert nachos. That's what uh, we need. <laughs> my favorite nacho. No, 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 no. I know my limitations. Nacho regular dinner, not nacho oh. regular treat. Ooh, something with nacho. Nacho, yeah, not I'm... nacho healthy. <laughs> not, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, nacho, yeah. nacho granddad's dessert. Mm, mm-hmm. that All right. Takes too long to say. Well, l- let me get to the ask. I guess so. I'm better at ideas, not n- names. Now that you've heard the idea, Jeremy, what I'm yes. looking for is a five hundred thousand dollar investment, and I'll give you a, I'll give you ten percent of the company oh, for five. We're getting real, real now, huh? Are you in? Uh, I'm in. No. All right. I'm in. Perfect. I am in. Five hundred thousand for your first for your first uh, little restaurant. You know, hopefully you can find like a, uh, an abandoned subway and yeah. just use there. For sure. Uh, yeah, you should be able to do that. I'm in. I'm That's in. Five hundred grand. Do. All right. You're in. Done in. and done. Another one in the books. When do you need the money, though? Out of curiosity. <laughs> can, can we get on a payment plan? <laughs> <laughs> Can I pay you in coupons? Uh, all right. Well, I have to say, this is way easier with you than with yeah. my wife. She usually <laughs> immediately shuts down my ideas. I feel She's so, never heard of yes anding, has I, she? I feel so empowered right now. <laughs> it's amazing. I think, I, think, I think I'm all in. And I think if I drove by a place like that, I'd have to stop in and check it out. Yeah. No. I Especially think... if the chips are warm. 
Yeah. Oh, if yeah. Warm, Get them out of one of those little warming trays, yeah. fresh out of the oh, oven, yeah. put them under a light so they're still warm when you scoop them up. Mm. Oh, think of the smell when you open that door. Mm. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. Take my money. Take all right. it all. Uh, I got, uh, I got another, another thing for you here. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. Everybody's jerking around. <laughs> that guy did not forget the lyrics to that song. No. 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 He just made it up as he was going along, no, just like perfect. I tried to do on the Monster Mash. You did fantastic. <laughs> it went way better this time around. Oh, <laughs> I'm guessing. You did the Monster Mash. All right. So I, I, we're new to the neighborhood, obviously, as I shared at the beginning of the show. We've we've just moved, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm I'm already I'm already extremely irritated with my neighbors. So I know they're not uh, they're not to the level of putting up Nazi flags like your neighbors. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, but close, close to it. Uh, so we, we live in a little. We live in a little. There's. It's kind of a cul-de-sac, so it's a dead end neighborhood. You know, there's a couple little roads, a couple other cul-de-sacs, so it's more than just one. But there's not a lot of through traffic. But we. So you you know those uh, curbs that aren't really like curbs. They're kind of l- just little bumps, almost like a speed bump, yeah. kind of. They're like rounded curves. Yeah, yeah. Curbs. I don't know why. I don't know why they do them that way, but whatever. Maybe it's to not damage people's rims or something. Um, but so my neighbor, I, I have a neighbor who, first of all, he parks right in front of our house, which, you know, it's a public street. You're allowed yeah. to do that. Uh, you know, it, everybody out here has garages. Our, our garage is currently almost, you know, it's lined with all of the boxes that we have not unpacked yet. And so sure. we can only fit one of our cars in there. So we park one of our cars out on the street. Um, he parks right in front of our house, which I can't complain about that. I mean, I can, I can, can. and I'm doing it right now, but you know, it's a public street. He gets to park there, but here's my problem is that him and the guy next to the, the neighbor next door, I'm just assuming they're dudes because only 90% chance that they're dudes because of how selfish this is, but Uh, they, he just parks, he, because the curb isn't really there. It's just a little bump. He drives up onto the sidewalk. So he's oh. he's halfway up on the sidewalk with his car. And then the neighbor next door to him always double parks, like double stacks the cars in, in his driveway. And yeah. so the cars in the back are completely blocking the sidewalk. Uh. And so I'm like, Christy has stopped me more than once from going over and talking to him <laughs> because oh. I want to just go knock on the door and not in a rude way, but just say, Hey, would it be possible for you to not block the sidewalk with your car? Because, you know, yeah. I, I have a six year old daughter. We like to, she's learning how to ride a bike. We go riding around. I'm not going to have her ride out in the middle of the street. She's going to ride on the sidewalk because she's yeah. a six year old kid and we live in a little dead end neighborhood. But if somebody, if somebody is blocking you know, if the sidewalk is there for people to use, like not only yeah. my daughter that wants to ride her bike, but let's say people in wheelchairs or people with walkers or people where it's not safe or reasonable or feasible for them to walk out into the middle of the street. Yeah. So the thing or that, just how about just junkie public who just wants to take a walk? It's, you're not supposed yeah. to park on the sidewalk. Yeah. Is that 
It's that easy. Yeah, that's how I feel. But Christy keeps on shutting me down from going over there and talk to him. So I'm not asking for permission to go talk to the guy because I'm not going to go cause problems with our neighbors. Maybe if I <laughs> see him out there and we happen to be BSing, I'll just say, hey, can you maybe not do this or whatever? I don't oh, really want to pick man. a fight I... with our brand new neighbor. But like, am I am I a jerk for being upset about this? Christy, is, uh, some not just Christy, some people are kind of coming off as I've shared my frustrations that I'm overreacting. Uh, I think being bothered by it, you're, you're not being a jerk, but if it's something that you are letting consume you, like if you're talking to every single person you see about it, yeah. maybe you can get in a jerk level at that, at that point. But no, I don't, I don't think being frustrated by your neighbors doing something douchey, uh, gets you into jerk level, but I got to tell you, if you went over and talked to him about it, that would cross a line. You would become a jerk because <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, God, can you believe that guy's doing that? Well, anyway, moving right along. Like, it, it, it really go. shouldn't consume you. Uh, mm-hmm. It sucks. But yeah, if you take it the God next time and go Henson. talk to him. What's that? I said, God damn it, Henson. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be your boy. I'm supposed to be yes anding you here. Here's the thing. It would make my blood boil. Yeah. I would be pissed. I would want to go over and talk to them as well. We had a neighbor who parked in their, in their front lawn, just in their front lawn. Yeah. And it's one of the trashiest things that, that I hated it. And every time I saw them, I glared at them and looked at their car <laughs> and then glared at them and then looked at their car until they walked in the house. I never mentioned it to them, but I, I, I kind of hope they got my passive aggressiveness on that one. Mm-hmm. But I mean – I, I think taking it to the next level and talking to them about it is kind of a jerk move because you want to leave that – you want to leave that card for when you really have to lay it down. And yeah. you don't want it to be about them blocking a, a sidewalk. You know All what right. I mean? You want to you want to lay down that ace of spades on something that actually matters. All you know right. what I mean? When I you confront you. your neighbor. Yeah. You. Sorry. I'm with Christy on this one. Christy. <laughs> That's okay. You got my endorsement. Hey, if I wanted to be completely shut down <laughs> and rejected, I would go talk to my family. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't come here. <laughs> I come here for validation, Jeremy. <laughs> no, no. Everything you've done so far, I'm in agreement with you. I'm in agreement. You. No, it's just you. when you cross that line. No. I, I mean, you don't want to be. First of all, you don't want to be that neighbor yeah. who is like walking across the street and telling them, you know, oh, yeah. your shrubs are supposed to be this high. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm you, new to the neighborhood. And by the way, move your yes. fucking car. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm the new guy. I don't like what you're doing here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. I, yeah. It just, I think it gets under my skin because it's so, uh, it, it comes, it's very self-involved. It's, it's like, yeah. you know, what's important to me is being as close to my front door as possible. And mm-hmm. everything else be damned. I don't want to yep. walk the extra 10 feet to cross the street and go to my front door. Because why would I do that when I could not only park directly in front of my neighbor's house, but also uh, ha- almost on their lawn? Yeah. Anyway. And that is the the fact that it's really technically blocking your sidewalk. I, I know it's the street. It belongs to the city. But that's your sidewalk. Yeah. And they're doing that. It would make my blood boil, too. I would be pissed. All and right. I might figure out passive-aggressive ways for them to realize that I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, reporting them to the police that they're doing something like that because it can happen. Sure. It's, it, it's a violation and they can get a ticket for it. So, you know, all right. Yeah. All right. throw that out there. Cool. I've had it happen to me is the reason why I say it. Yeah. Uh, I, on my own driveway, I parked where my left, my driver's side, two tires were on the grass so that, uh, my wife 
if she was parked in front of me, could get out uh, mm. just ever so slightly on the grass, like just the just the tires themselves. So eight inches onto the grass and somebody called the cops on me on the, I was parked on my own property like that. Yeah. They called the cops and I got a ticket. So mm. clearly it can be done. And I thought that person was a real jerk when they did it, yeah. but I didn't know who they were. So, yeah, <laughs> you can do that anonymously. All right. Message received. I appreciate mm-hmm. I appreciate the uh, the 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 sanity check there, Mr. Hanson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's take this baby in for a landing. Shall You're not we? Do even one, not not one astronaut uh, story, not not Ooh. one space news. I get well. I, know I was going to time. I buddy. was going to skip it because I try to keep these to an hour. But it's since you brought it up, it's since, your bread and butter. Give me a quick one. Give since me a quick you one. brought it up, T minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Uh, the, the, really the, the one thing that I wanted to talk about that I thought was really interesting, there's a mission being put on by, uh, the Russian space a- agency and the European space agency called ExoMars. And it's a multi-stage mission mission. They're sending a probe out there. They're eventually going to do the Mars 2020 lander, which is going to be similar to curiosity, which is already out there driving around on Mars. Uh, but as part of this ExoMars mission, they sent out a probe called the trace gas orbiter. And on board this probe that's going to be orbiting Mars was a, a lander called Schiaparelli. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that. Sounds right. But it's going to land on Mars. So it's it's called a, a an EDM uh, dem- or lander. So entry, descent, music? and landing. Are they sk- sending Skrillex up there? <laughs> yeah. Yep. EDM. EDM. EDL? I think I gave... It's EDL. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. Entry, descent, and landing. EDL. <laughs> I gave the wrong acronym. So uh, basically, there was this lander on board, the Trace Gas Orbiter, and it was going to detach from the Trace Gas Orbiter and land on the surface of Mars. And it's basically just a proof of concept. So they're testing out the technology that they're going to use to land this rover as part of the ExoMars mission in you know another five years from now. Huh. And... Uh, uh, so the, the, the probe, the TGO arrived at Mars and got into orbit. This lander detached and went to go land on the surface of Mars. And it did, it did land on the surface. Um, unfortunately it was going about 200 miles an hour uh, <laughs> as, as much as they can tell from examining what's left of the crater <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the point of impact. Uh, so, you know, I think Space, space is, is a difficult thing to, to figure out. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, fortunately there's lots that we can learn from it and there wasn't a lot of science payload on board. There was only a little, uh, there was like one instrument that was going to do some readings, but mostly it was just to test the, uh, the equipment that they're going to use to land this Rover. Um, hopefully when they land the Rover, it goes better <laughs> yeah. than when they tried to do this lander. Basically the, it's all automated because it takes so long to send signals. It's not like they're flying a remote control airplane and they can oh, just right. put it down perfectly on the surface of Mars. They pre-programmed yeah. this, you know, whatever, four or five years ago or however long ago before the mission even launched. They had right. the, the brain of this lander program to go through an automated sequence. Something went wrong somewhere along the point and it thought that it had already landed. And so it turned its engines off uh, uh. while it was still up in the atmosphere and then it just fell <laughs> it wow. just fell out of the sky as, that's crazy as far as they can I, tell you know what would be awesome though since we've already got uh, a rover up there drive if over they could have 
What's that? Drive over and seen it happen. Wouldn't that have been cool if they could have planned it, you know, to like have it be, have it land somewhere near. So like over the five year period, it could make its way over to where it's going to land and you could actually see it coming in and they could transmit it back to obviously for them for scientific purposes to find out, you know, what went wrong. I mean, imagine if they had video of it. Yeah. Uh, they w- and second, so we could see how awesome that is. It would be really cool to see. They would never they would never do that just because they wouldn't want to risk something going wrong and having it impact the other rover that's actually still functional. <laughs> yeah, but I mean yeah, I mean the the chances of it hitting though, like if it's yeah. on like some rock vista, yeah, you know. They did they did try away. and point the cameras from I think Opportunity, which is one of the rovers up there on Mars. Mm. They tried to they they tried to get pictures of the entry of uh Schiaparelli, but oh, they didn't. That'd be so cool. It, it, it'd be so cool. It didn't work it, out. To, to have one of our machines see another one of our machines come in. I mean, yeah, that'd be so awesome. Well, they, I mean, they have, there's this thing called the Mars reconnaissance orbiter, which is a, uh, um, a NASA probe that's up there. That's taking Mm -hmm. pictures of the surface of Mars. And that's what we have the pictures of this crater from Schiaparelli. Mm -hmm. And, um, they, they took it with, with that. So they do have observations of it. And there's also some pretty cool, Almost, it's not video. It's a series of pictures that they could put together in like a GIF, so it's animated. But mm-hmm. when Curiosity landed, there's some pretty cool, almost video of it actually landing. Huh. They're pretty cool. So I'll have to try and dig those up and uh, stick them in the show notes so everybody. Yeah, can you see should. Them. But that's interesting. Yeah. All right, cool man. You got it in. You got it in. I did it. I, I, I'd say in your first episode in two months, you got to get some space news. In there, so good job. <laughs> yeah, people oh, out there the way, are jonesing for it. <laughs> to, 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 uh, so that I can sit in Christie's chair and ask the proper questions uh, or st- make the proper statements. Uh, at least this isn't our tax dollars at work here. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is somebody else's tax dollars. So I'm perfectly okay with that. Russia and Europe. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we did it, Jeremy. High five. High five. Let's uh, let's wrap this baby up. As always, uh, you can go find links to anything that we talked about in the show at nerdoutloudpod.com. I'll put everything in the show notes um, or even just look at your device that you're listening to this on, and likely there will be links in there. If, for whatever reason, they're not clickable, you can always just go to our website. There's contact information for us on there. We would love to hear from you. That's nerdoutloudpod.com. Or Nerd Out Loud Pod on Twitter, or just search Nerd Out Loud on Facebook and drop us a line about any of the stuff we talked about. If you have a pilot that you want to do, if you uh, want to tell us whether you look at gay porn or not, <laughs> if you want to get in on Jeremy's investment in my dessert nachos business, uh, I could use a few more hands on that. I don't have five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, I didn't we, need, I was we, into. Need, we need some more money. So uh, jump on board, guys. NerdOutLoudPod.com. Thanks so much, Jeremy. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. You got, you scratched my podcast itch. Oh, good. I'll I'll, uh, I'll scratch it anytime you like. <laughs> you popped my podcast pimple. Oh, all right. Well, and just like popping an actual pimple, it was a little painful and oddly satisfying. <laughs> so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, any last words? Um, no, thanks for having me guys. Uh, look for me. I'll be making more appearances on uh, this other show called nerd out loud some more. So, uh, uh, let me know if, uh, I'm, I'm really, I got nothing, dude. All right. Never cut all that out. That was, that was horrible. (laughs) I'm not, no, it's staying in. (laughs) And I had not even had a drink. I was like, I'm going to say something funny. And then I monster mashed it. Yeah, it's okay. 
uh, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's I think right. there's a famous quarterback, Tim Tebow, that said that. So That's right. That's right. right. Thanks, yes. Coach. You really <laughs> made me feel better on that one. All right. Uh, never wait for cake. And uh, let your nerd flag fly. Pretend. There you go. <laughs> All right.